Now, I'm delighted to welcome along the club chairman, Brian Brogan. Brian, you're very welcome along. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for all, all that you're doing and the very hard work. Move on, move on. So we're, you know, we're looking forward to this weekend, obviously, um, different from previous years, but I suppose we have to make the best of what we've got. That's right. Uh, so this is a, certainly a different, a unique one for us. We haven't seen nothing like this and, and hopefully we won't see anything with it like this for a long time because uh, we're all sort of waiting to get back in action and back at back at rallying and that's what we all love and that's what we, we really want to be doing. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's painstaking at this point now, trying to get the next weekend over to say that it's finished. And, mm. So what was it lit your fire initially about rallying, you know, obviously coming from Letter Kenny, there was, the rally was happening every June, was it that, that got your interest? Uh, we've been from Letterkenny. It, it was very, very hard to avoid it. Anyhow, it was in, it was there from a very early day. I suppose uh, back in the early days when we were young fellas running about at the mountain top at the time, it was it was James McDade. I would say that fired most people up the late James McDade because at that time he would have been terrorising the roads for for probably a month before, maybe two months at times, with testing out cars and up and down where we lived in that. And and you always you wanted to go to watch them testing, and you always had the you had the bug after that, to be honest, from, from wherever we were fitted driving. And as most were driving before we were allowed to drive at all, too, at that point. But it, it was all it was all go once you heard those rally uh, uh, intact at all, then you were looking to get to get away to get watching. And, and as was then to start, I did rally a bit way back in, in the early days, but I suppose funding was the biggest issue, Kevin. At that point, there was yeah. I, I couldn't afford to I couldn't afford to rally at all. And that's why I would I would understand well where, where young people are coming from. The day and at this time because it's, it's it's very expensive today but it was very expensive that day too mm-hmm. and then when i come back at it again in 2003 or so again that uh at, uh, you know what it was a bigger bug then at that point so yeah. never left it since no it's a, it's a dangerous bug to get a hold of isn't it <laughs> <laughs> right. um but like you know as well as the competing side of things you know you, you become a member of the donegal motor club and that progressed you're now the chairman like this rally is huge. We love it here in Donegal, but it's much bigger than just Donegal. It's around the country and beyond, really, isn't it? Uh, so it's a massive, it's a massive animal of a, an event itself. And and to be fair, it's you know it's, it's known all over the world. There's, there's anybody you go that anybody that talks about rally and knows exactly what you're talking about when you mention Donegal. It's people talk about Donegal that, that never was in the county at all themselves, and they always would always like to be there, and they would always be watching what's going on, they always look forward to it, they always want to know what's going on about it and where the changes are going to be and what's happening next and all great, great hunger, great, great enjoyment. Donegal Letterkenny is a, it's a, it's a good enjoyment hub for the rally for the event over that weekend and people come the once and they just they have to keep coming back and back. Yeah, as Kellyan has said about it before, it's more than a rally. It's like a carnival atmosphere, with it, you know, and that's just fantastic to see, isn't it? Really, you know, so. that's right. No, that's true. People, people have here and they take the family and then they come back again numerous times during the year, and uh, there's there was a lot of repeat people coming back here, and some people built holiday homes, and you know, there's some people came here and stayed, and, and they're still here. And now they they are Donegal people, which mm-hmm. is which is fantastic too for us being from the county. It, it's huge and. Donegal being such a big county, people from all over. I mean, there's 
there's basically you could say three counties in Donegal the way that it's split and spread and people think when when we're in Donegal that we should know everybody on the top of Malin Head and then everybody get over but it's not, it's not the case like mm-hmm. you'll know some but you don't know everyone it's, it's a massive county and mm-hmm. and it's fantastic too to be from it to be honest like yeah and like the, the weekend of the rally like it's not even there Kenny that's booked out it's practically the whole county like you won't get a a B&B or a hotel room for love and the money because they're basically booked from year to year. Uh, that's right. I remember, I remember being up at a, it was a Falchie Island seminar they were doing in, in uh, Dublin at the time. It's back a few years now. And they were, they were just doing a survey on the relation to the bed nights and the capacity that they had and, and everything was booked out all, all around the county that they had available at that time was fully booked out. And and they come then to where people were staying and the likes of the B and Bs and they had a small number of B and Bs at that point and then the hotels and guest houses and everything that was there hostels was all fully booked out and then it come down to fifteen percent they had included in the and their hundred percent of their survey and that was to be other so I remember asking the question what was the other what did they count as other and they stated that. It, it must be tents or staying in cars or whatever they do, but there was 15% of it that was yeah. over and above that, that they couldn't accommodate yes. that were actually staying in the county as well for the travellers that were there uh-huh. on a survey that they actually done on the, on the, right. the revellers that were there for the weekend, uh-huh. which, is, which is amazing too, that we know that a lot of them stay in cars and have stayed in cars have, for uh, years. Uh, like. yeah. uh-huh. and, the, you know, and then you get the day trippers that come as well, you know, that, that don't even stay as well. So, that's and right. That's they're right. All, uh, they're all going into cafes, petrol stations, whatever they're you know they're spending their money. It's just it's, it's such a brilliant thing for the county. I will remember back at one time when the when the survey was done and they had an estimation of between twenty five and thirty million the maintain that come into the county over the the period of the three days that the festival they call it the festival was on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's huge. It's massive. There's there's nothing in the northwest would take on that amount of money at any one time or. or even over the year for some of the events to be at compared to uh, I think some of the biggest on that, that survey was done I think it was maybe the the Volvo race in Galway that was the next at that time that yacht race that was on in oh, Galway yes. was the mm-hmm. closest to, to exactly what, what uh, Donegal International was at that time mm-hmm. yeah. I remember even on, on the same survey it was it was funny when you're there and you're listening to it all but uh they talked about the numbers and the amount of money that was being spent on it. And that's one of the things that's, that angers me slightly because there would be, coming into Donegal, there's probably in around over 120,000 euro would come in per annum. And we don't get 15% of that. But mm-hmm. some of the other festivals wouldn't have 15% of our crowd. <laughs> but it's strange. So the same amount uh, of, of money is going to, I think it was an orchestra in Wexford, and I couldn't believe we were sitting in and we were calling out Donegal, Donegal International Rally and then up at us beside an orchestra at Wexford that there were 400 people had, yeah. had 400 friends on Facebook at the time. <laughs> but, it, but it's interesting the way it falls in. It's just yes. the motorsport. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just it didn't take all the boxes you get that point, you know. Mm-hmm. And going back to the rally, you know, like when we have stages like, you know, Fanad, Nogala, Atlantic Drive, you know, you know, stages that are just absolutely spectacular to you know to view for that audience worldwide. Like if you see the TV coverage, it just blows your mind, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's when you do see it on, on TV, Kevin, that that you realise how good a place you're living in. To be honest, we're we're used to that, and we're looking yeah. at it from every day of the, the week. We're looking at sort of that sort of scenery. But to be honest, when you see it on TV, it really opens your eyes as to where you really do live and how good it looks, and mm-hmm. and 
you know, when you sit back and watch it, it's completely different to when you're sitting in and you're belted up and your helmet on and you're just thinking about the trying to get to the, the finish line. That's what you're playing at there. But but to be fair, some of the scenic and reviews areas that we have is fantastic and second to none, to be honest with you, best in Ireland. Sure, that is for sure. And, you know, that's really, you know, you know, as you say, whenever you're in that car, you're belted up, you're just focused on what's ahead. But the friendships that's developed out of that, like that's a huge part of the rallying too. Yes, we all love the, the roar of the engines, but the friendships made over and beyond the been, and sitting in the car, it's, you know, the stage ends, round service, the park firmas or whatever. The crack is just, it's magical there too, isn't it really? Uh, well, there's a real good bunch of fellas there and, and they're modified anyway, in particular, to be fair there. And everyone helps out one another and you know, there's, there's a good bit of slagging goes on too. Like mm-hmm. it's a case that if some man, if if you had or you spun or something like you don't you don't get away with saying a spun. Like there's always some man before they tell you well how long you you done more than that or whatever else. If you're if you leg out of bed somewhere or whatever, they'll they'll before they tell you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, and but they're still not. If there was something wrong, they'll be the first there to help you too. I remember I remember back when we went out to Glen on a on a Sunday morning. I think I had to retire that time, uh, and. The car goes on airs. It turned out to be an airs in the car anyway. But we're heading out for for loads of Cranford, and it was Aidan Hillington who came on behind, and he actually pushed his own car into the back of my car. You know, and he didn't get out or didn't yeah. busted a grill and a headlight and stuff. But it didn't really matter because he yeah. he wanted to get me on to get to the start mm-hmm. of the stage, which was fantastic too and good commandership yeah. to prepare mm-hmm. for a Sunday morning to get started. But unfortunately, it wasn't for us that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't we didn't start that Sunday. We had to go to the rally. Because of that, but that was all, and and we do the same for him. To be fair, you know, there's 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 good groups, and you would be mm-hmm. sharing wheels and doing whatever whatever needs to be done just to get yeah. them there for the crack. And you you want to see them at the end too. And, and you know, everybody loves to win, but at the same time, everybody just likes to get to the end of it too and have a crack. You know, and it's, yeah. it's all about the the social aspect of it. Then again, whatever whatever mm-hmm. the thing is over it that everybody's there for the crack and the slag and. If, if it all went well, nobody would know how to slag about you. No. You need to know to slag about too. <laughs> and, and it mightn't be all the truth, you know, but it, it gets a laugh going on. It makes it all the better. The slides get wilder and the jumps get higher, don't they? <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. And like, pardon the pun, but the, the National Rally in Donegal has become the, the jewel in the crown of Irish Rally. It's the one... Oh, you said it. I, well, I know too well. It, it is certainly not easy clinch now. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. that. I got let it a couple of times, but that's that's as far as it went. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never was lucky enough to to uh, capture it at all. But it, it was it was good. It's it's good to get to the finish a lot mm-hmm. of times, regardless. You know, it's, it's a marathon in its own right. And and uh, to be fair, where where you come when you get to the ramp on Sunday evening doesn't really matter. To be honest with you, it's 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 all part of the it's part of the festival, really. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like, looking at the the international field last like in two thousand and nineteen, the last year it ran. Like you had Craig Breen and Sam Moffat, you know, stepped away from the championship aspirations as such to compete in a world car. You know, it means that much to them that they want to come there to win that rally as well. That just exactly that speaks volumes, <clears throat> doesn't it? It does. That that says its own. That that just shows you the value of the event that you have whenever them people are they're looking to do the like of that because they know it only comes around once a year and, and you know when you're getting to the month of June, everybody is at your feet and you don't want to be talking about it in July. You like to yeah. do it when it's there because it only comes around at the odd time. You have to get the opportunity and grasp it and go for it. And mm-hmm. and uh, everybody likes the one. Donegal is the one. It's the one you need to win regardless of the championship. If you 
if you're successful in doing well, you can go to any town. That's the way that they look at it. Like. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully, you know, God willing, and this COVID thing starts to behave itself. If the, uh, the 50th anniversary in 2022, that's going to be a big one. Oh, well, that'll be massive. And if, if all goes the way it's going, we should be lucky enough now to get to get a run into it. And from mm-hmm. the beginning of the year on, we'll be prepping again for the 50th anniversary. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see which, uh, which people will come out now and try and do it for the 50th and stuff. Because it's mm-hmm. always important that somebody likes to put down the marker and say, I want to do this. And, you know, if, if you go back to the 40th where we had uh, Vincent Bonner and, and Seamus McGilligan, coming out and you know that we things like that you just never know who who shows their hand and comes out and and makes it happen it's all part of the crack too it's part of the journey for for everyone to to, to make it happen and it and it revitalizes a lot of people there yeah james Cullen come out there a few years ago too and on his mm-hmm. bed like and it's great to see that great to see people that that was there and they were our heroes back in the day so it's, it's great to see that they're about and they're still they didn't take up golf or nothing like it, no. unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> they had to keep with the petrol all the time. They can't shake it either. <laughs> and like, uh, whenever, that's right. And whenever we consider, like, you know, we've had, like, Ari Vatanen, uh, Colin McRae, and Sebastian Lowe, three world champions, as, you know, graced their stages at some point. Like, that just speaks volumes for the event as well, you know. And, like, Colin, oh, come, Colin come after he had won, like, you know, Vatanen before, but Lowe at the time was the current world champion, and they didn't get it easy. No, that's right. It wasn't simple for him at all, at all. And he accepted that. And then, listen, they, they tried hard. They wanted to be sure to won that event. And then they, they did a lot of setting up the car. And even over the, the weekend, they were spending a lot on it to make it happen. So mm-hmm. they did master it in the end, to be fair to him. And, and as you would expect from a world champion of the day, you, you would expect that from him. And, mm-hmm. and the, the best driver, I'd say, for a long, long time. So it was fantastic to have him here now. And, and indeed, that weekend that he was here, there was... There was a lot of other talent there too. It was yeah. great to have them and fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic for them all to live live the, the life in, in Donegal and enjoy that event. Like it was fantastic for, mm-hmm. for every one of us for them to be there. Yeah, like if I often say, you know, we have like the football analogy. It's like uh, playing in the same team as Lionel Messi or whatever. You know, you're driving the same <laughs> stretcher load as the, as the world champion. You know, you might be in car 125, but you're every bit as important as that, you know, that's for sure. You know, that's, mm-hmm. For somebody who's there, they can say, well, I started that year. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's, that, that is remarkable. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. He wasn't here every year, but they started that year. Mm-hmm. It, it was remarkable how many people that had fun with them that day and the days in Sinon and the Mount Ergill and that. Mm-hmm. When they ran and, and, and I noticed they were all they were very plausible of him. He's lovely, a gentleman, nice to talk to and all the rest. And then mm-hmm. when they got a few steps away, they said, Jeez, he's not big, is he? <laughs> That's the end of the case. <laughs> Which was true enough, too. He wasn't big, but, but a gentleman, to be fair. And, and, he, and he seemed to take on, you know, the he seemed to enjoy the banter and all, too. He, you know, before oh, he came to Donegal, we always had this impression he was a wee bit of a robot, almost kind of, you know, very methodical. But when he come yeah. here, we seen he had a wee sneaky smoke and he enjoyed his coffee and whatever as well, too. You know, he, he, oh, he was. <laughs> He was. He seemed to be on holiday when he was here. He seemed to enjoy himself anyway when mm-hmm. he was out and about and he looked around him and all too. It was, it was great, fantastic to, fantastic to have him at the time. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was great, great memories, no doubt, great memories at that time. But, well, as they hopefully all been well, we'll be back on the stages in 2022, celebrating the 50th and looking forward to the next 50. <laughs> Oh, indeed, it will happen. Oh, it'll, it'll all come good again, Kevin, too. I suppose yeah. <coughs> it'd be wrong of me to be on here tonight with you without mentioning uh, the, the loss of Danny Gormley. Uh, Danny was a great man for Donegal Motor Club and he, he was uh, he was a timekeeper 
they organised a lot of stuff for our events and he was COC for at events and big man at the hell claims and he'll, he'll be a huge loss now there'll be no doubt for, for all of the team that uh, are around for the international then he'll be a huge loss for them I just, I just thought I'd mention it oh, absolutely yeah, it's it important to mention mm-hmm. the sad loss for Danny Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he greatly missed, like as you say, he he done such a vital role and done it in a very unobtrusive way. He just went about his business and got it done, didn't he? You know, so. Absolutely, he was very very thorough too, Kevin. Everything that was there, he done it. He was a team player as such. He didn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all about Danny. Danny would have been looking after his chores first, and he knew he could look after them. He knew well he could do whatever had to be done there, and then he'd be looking after if you were doing a chore, I was doing a chore, whatever was there. He'd be around the back then to be sure that you could get it all done and he would raise it then again in a, in a manner that we could get it done in a quiet way. Right. You know, he knew every role that was there because because he carried out all them roles himself. Mm-hmm. He was very, very capable of, of dealing with every chore that anybody had. Mm-hmm. So he knew what was what was outstanding and he would have addressed it in, in his own quiet way, it would have been done. And he would have, would have had your back all the time like he was a great, great man. He'd be sadly missed now, no doubt, sadly missed. So, Brian, I think that there is a nice place to wrap it up, isn't it? And well, hopefully we'll catch up with you soon and we'll see you on the stage. It's all been well. Good man, Kevin. Thank you very much for all you have done. Anyway, from all, I'm going to go on Motor Club now. You're a fantastic help and it's great to see the interest you have in the thing. And, no and there's no doubt you'll, you'll go. You'll... I'm absolutely delighted to welcome along Ian Barrett. Ian, you're very welcome. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, thanks for having me. No problem at all. Ian, like, um, you've been sponsoring the rally now through your business duel now for the last number of years. Um, like, what has Donegal brought to your business? Uh, like, you know, we've seen the numbers that's happening around the world, you know, the coverage it's getting, um, you know, between Out in the Limit Sports, Killian, Highland Radio, all these different outlets. Does that all feed back to your business? Ah, yeah, look, I suppose it's, we say this a lot of times, it's quite hard to quantify, Kevin, what um, it actually does for the business on the ground in sales, but I suppose... We're in a business that, or we are a business that started like literally from nothing. And when you're starting from nothing, clearly you can go one way up or down, but we thankfully went a little bit up. And on that then, we've always tried to create um, a form of a brand, I suppose. And what Donegal does for that um, is that it puts us out across UK and further afield. So for the week coming up to the rally and at the rally itself, it gets the brand and the name out there. And I suppose we're in a marketplace whereby a lot of the products we manufacture and sell are going into homeowners, are going into people's houses. And the more we can get our name and our brand in front of the general public, be in any way we can, it's mm-hmm. a benefit. And I can't genuinely tell you what it's actually done for the business. I can only look at what the business has done itself. And you can say that Donegal and the rally and sponsor and all of it has contributed to our our movement forward. So mm-hmm. I do know that on a construction side of the industry where we supply into these people and our customers, the amount of times our lads and me included will get that, oh yeah, you're the company that supplies our sponsors the rally. So mm-hmm. that gives us the impetus to, to see that it, it does well and mm-hmm. that um, it's not a waste, let's call it a waste of time or it's not something that is going on deaf ears. It appears to do very well for us. Mm-hmm. Um, our main business is the UK and a lot of our decent customers in the UK would associate the rally with us and, 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 and that's obviously what we want. So in overall terms, it's um, it's certainly a positive and uh, I'd like to think that so far it's been a success for us and for the club. Absolutely, you know, because it's taken the rally 
you know, the rally is always going to have a very high level, but it's taking it to a, a, a higher level again, you know, because we, you know, we think of, Kelly and Duffy always says, you know, it's become more than a rally. It's almost like a festival, you know, and like, it's more inclusive. It's not just the, you know, the rally heads. It's a, there's a family atmosphere about for, for the week nearly at this stage. Yeah. And like the thing is, if you look at uh, marketing now and advertising in, 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 in Europe is really tricky. And to get, get in front of so many people through social media, through Killian, uh, through all the different Facebook outlets, through Instagram and all that, like we have a team that works here in June looking after that stuff on a day-to-day basis. So it's really, really tricky and a slightly a slight minefield, if you want to call it, to get it right, to get the same content out to the right people and you hit the right audiences. And thankfully with the rally, a lot of the people, as you say, it is a festival type atmosphere and there's a lot of people in the age bracket that we've done our research internally on this that will or should be in the near future buying or building a house and therefore may be purchasing our product. Yes. And that obviously is a, a dynamic that really interests us. Um, mm. And these are the sort of things that probably years ago I didn't really think about, but the market has massively changed. And mm. now it, it, like we can see where and, and what age group people buy our products at. Okay. And there's two age groups. There's the older people who will retrofit or renovate their house because they're in the 20, 30 years. And there's the market that are building a house or there's a scheme of houses being built by a developer. And they're the two sort of cohorts of people we supply to. And both of them, you would like to say, are at the rally in some, some way, shape or form. Yes. Um, so, so far, so good. And um, only with this pandemic that's held us up, hopefully we'll get going again at some point next year and, yeah. uh, and do some more good work. Hopefully now, hopefully. And like, you know, you, you've rallied yourself to, you know, great success. And like, you know, you've grown up with, with your uncle and your dad both rallying. Was Donegal always on the the calendar, I suppose, you know, was an event you followed then even in your younger years? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I can't remember the first time I went to Donegal, but it has to be, I don't know, I'd say it was like 90s. Okay. Like, I remember my uncle Kevin driving a, I think it was a three-door group N car. But that would have been, I have to heave remember, I think it was 90. Do you remember when Alistair McRae was over in the Shell Scholarship? Yeah, so that's probably like 94, 95. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I would have been like 12 or 13 at the time. Okay. I can remember back to that point. um, Uh That was probably one of my first years. I remember sitting on the road, out to Derry Road, around on Greynon, in a van. That's my first memory of Donegal, Uh for what that's worth. Yes. And uh, then Kevin actually done the rally. My uncle done the rally quite a few times, I'd say. I don't know how many. Mm-hmm. But he, he, he got some really good results in the S8 World Car uh, some, sometime in the 2000s. And um, I would have been doing gravel notes and stuff for him back then, but I was still quite young, mm-hmm. as, as you know. And then, of course, my own, my own career sort of, I rallied in 06, 07 and then stopped and uh, started the business. And I really didn't come back rallying then for 2016, 17. Mm-hmm. Um, but my first year was a complete failure doing Donegal was, was it 17? Yep. I think it was 17. Mm-hmm. And I got half a pay into the first stage mm-hmm. and the gearbox went. So that was the end of that. Um, but it was, uh, Jesus, it was a super experience. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you could say I was hooked really because yeah. Even though I was at the rally for years and, and went went out on the town mm-hmm. before and after with the lads, when I actually in seventeen done it for the first time myself, yes, I suppose you could definitely say it was a different experience altogether. And even yes. though I only done half a stage, which was even pretty worse, but at the end of it, 
it only gave me the interest to come back. Mm -hmm. And of course, you look, you know better than anybody else. The national is um, yeah. it's a tricky place to be. Yeah. It, I pardon uh, the pun, but it's the it's the jewel of, of Donegal, <laughs> isn't it? You know, so. <laughs> it's just yeah, and it was probably something that because we only got one stage in seventeen. We were in, we'd done a good bit of preparation in 18 before them, even though time is fairly stuck for me with rallying. Um, I can't remember what I'd done, but I, I was coming into it probably as a complete outsider because I really hadn't had any good results uh, in the car. The car was giving us a lot of trouble mechanically. Mm -hmm. But it had come together. To, I think we had done Carlo, and I think we were leaving, and then broke down. So I think the speed was coming, but it wasn't yes. there yet in, in results. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll never forget coming off the first stage in 18 and McGee, Paul McGee, he says, geez, that was a good time. And I was like, ah, it wasn't really. And he says, it was, he was. And I can't remember what the first stage was, yeah. but I remember it came down to Killian and he looked at me twice and he's, you sure that's right? I was having a clue, <laughs> having a clue. And he says, go on, we'll check it. And then that was really it. That was the, the, the goal for the weekend. And, um, mm -hmm. We didn't lead on Friday night, as you probably know. Yeah, we, uh, Damien Turish and yourself were having a, a mighty battle. Like, it was a yeah. second, and it wasn't it, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. And we've done that stage. What's the stage he's local to? Um, is it Gary, not Gary Gort? Um, no, um, I, I, I can't mountain, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 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 and it was absolutely steaming with rain on the Friday. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget it. And um, she's been some serious runs. He was, he was obviously flying. And then mm -hmm. on Friday night, he had a problem, I think, and he didn't start on Saturday. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there on, then um, it was trying to manage it, and, and I didn't know any of the stages because I'd never done them before. So, mm -hmm. in fairness to Paul McGee, um, he would know the area well, and he kept me on my toes. But oh, Jeepers, it was brilliant. Um, yeah, because then yeah. you were you were into Kevin Gallagher country and equal cars and all that too. And like Kevin's yeah. not a, an easy competitor to keep at bay. Kevin kept chipping away, and then you took a wee bit of time back. You know, at seesaw, like you at about thirty. I think it was 30, 35 seconds, and Kevin brought it back to 25, then it went back up to 30, you know, yeah. it, it seesawed like that, and it, it was a, a, well, a, know, a different chain of tussle. Yeah, I buried myself. We, we went flying into a chicane <clears> on the Saturday in Brian's, Brian Brogan's home, uh, what's uh, his home, is it term and then... Oh, yeah, Garten. Uh, 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 no, it wasn't Garten. Uh, Garten, another one you're talking about there. Uh, anyway, I can't remember, yeah, terrible. Uh, yeah, anyway, I completely... Mm -hmm. Totally white Paul. Paul called everything correctly and I came down way too fast into a chicane. And I was in the chicane before I break. <laughs> and uh, I never forget there's two boys standing on a hedge and I buried the two bales up the road. And, and with Darian, obviously, the, 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 the rat is sitting out on the front on its own. Uh -huh. There's no real protection. And I was positive we'd bust the rat. Uh -huh. But we spun around and, and uh, I was positive we were out. And we luckily, I can't. Paul McGee told me two seconds what stage it was, but we were at the end of the stage, luckily, and we came out the end, and lo and behold, it wasn't burst, which was right. a stroke of luck, really, uh -huh. in the rally, because a, a, an inch left to right, and the rad was gone, you know, uh -huh. and uh, got out the end of the stage, and the other stroke of luck was we were going back to Milford for service. Ah, yes. So, yeah, I stage yeah, yeah. and we changed the bodywork, and I think we didn't change the rad, but we checked everything around it. Mm -hmm. And then Kevin... I think Kevin took a lump out of Oh, no, what happened was Robert Barber went off in Nakala then in the afternoon, if you yes. remember, up the top, and he mm -hmm. brought, it wasn't his fault, but he brought a lot of rocks and stuff out, Joe McGonagall, and yeah. a few people got punctures. Yeah. And I hit a rock size of a football, and that was the error stroke of luck because I was one, the in-car, if you ever, 
I haven't seen it since ages ago, but I was positive after I hit the rock that was a puncture. Like right. I absolutely milled the rock. Uh-huh. And I was like, I said to Paul, I said, that's it, we're done. And Joe McGonagall was down at the end of the, the hairpin left in Nakala changing the puncture. I think Johnny Weir was as well. Okay, and, that's right. Um, I think that was two of them. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I, think I don't know how we didn't get a puncture. Uh-huh. I really, really don't. So I didn't have much luck up until then, but I think I got it all that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and then... That was it. Uh, Kevin went back me hammer and tongs all day. And uh, then on Sunday, I think it was, it was a wet again on Sunday. And it was just, it threw everything at us, really. But um, mm-hmm. the poor car was in bits at the end. I always remember when we brought the car home, like every bit of the stuff was bent. All the body <laughs> work was, like I drove the heart out of it for three days. And yes. I made a few mistakes, completely my fault. But... Mm-hmm. To, to stay on the pace with Damien on the Friday and then the other lads on the Saturday, that was what you had to do. And yes. it's, you have to have luck. And yeah. We didn't have luck coming up to, but we got our luck that weekend. And um, that was fantastic. Yeah. 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 I like, yeah. you know, this is, you know, like rallying, there's so much preparation goes into it. I suppose in some ways you make your luck too, as well, because, you know, the preparation's key. If the car's strong and all that, it all yeah. helps too, as well, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. 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 And like, I've always said this, we probably don't do ourselves any favours because we sort of run the car ourselves and we've always sort of learned from mistakes and sort of made mistakes along the way. And my dad, when Joby run the car for, for me and Mark Smith helps us out with, with other bits, but like then we know luck in 19, uh, well, no one had luck in 19 really, but in 19, um, uh, what did we do on Friday? Yeah, it was very grovelly, wasn't it? The junctions and all, yeah, the Darians yeah, were struggling. It was, a little bit. it was over them new stages I've never yeah. seen or done. Uh-huh. It, was, it was just a struggle all day, but yeah. in the afternoon, I drove very badly really all day and I never really got settled. And mm-hmm. um, it was leading, oh, Ryan Lockman was leading Friday night, wasn't he? Uh-huh. But I think I got him down to second or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was actually the same time, I think Paul said this to me before, I think we were exactly the same time behind Ryan Locker on Friday night as we were in Damien Turge the previous year. Yes. Which is mad. <laughs> so, um, and then on Saturday, what happened on Saturday? On Saturday, we, I think we took the lead on Garten as far as I remember. Yeah. I, the first uh, run the Garten didn't happen then. I the uh-huh. Then Ryan Locker went into a chicane like I did the previous year. He took the chicane out of it in Macalla. Uh-huh. First go over it. And I think we had the lead up to, oh, it probably was only like 10 or 15, 20 seconds, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was driving harder than I probably liked or wanted to on the mm-hmm. Saturday. And it was so dry and warm and it was, yeah. it was, it was, it was on the door and really, mm-hmm. really safe. But anyway, second run through Nakala, we got comfortable and we were happy enough and the ECU um, went into safe mode. Right. But anyway, worse things happened afterwards, unfortunately. That but uh, exciting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the end of us. But um, mm-hmm. that was the uh, same thing, really enjoyable. And, and the battle is just, it's just, it's immense. It yeah. is absolutely immense. And there's just no second given anywhere from these lads. No. And, you know, like, on whenever the clock's ticking, I've said this to all the guys, when the clock's ticking, you know, you'll do everything to, you know, gain that second. But the, you know, between the stages and all that, you know, there's always great banter and great rivalry between you, you know, the slagging and all. But, you know, yeah. if you need a toe into service or you need a part, they'd be the first boys to be, you know, pulled something off their own car really to get you sorted, wouldn't they, you know? So. Yeah, for sure. Like in 18, I won't mention names, but one of our main competitors got, well, we helped him in and he towed in twice. 
Mm-hmm. And I just said, look, we're going to win or lose on the stages, like in between. That's you know, matters, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'd be firmly of that opinion. Like it wouldn't bother me in the slightest. But uh, ah, look, you'd miss it, I suppose. We the we mishap in um, the start of 2020 in Burr. And, mm-hmm. um, I've been on a bit of a road to recovery ever since, and thankfully, uh, I'm 99% there now. Good. But it's been it's been a bit tricky since. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all a lockdown for me, and and uh, thankfully Paul was okay, but I wasn't. But um, I'm back back on now. But who knows? Hopefully next year we we'll get back on. Yeah, and you know, you you dabble a wee bit in uh, the world car. Could you see yourself? Would you go back to the national? Or would Would you like to go maybe for the overall one maybe at some point? Oh, I don't know, Kevin. Like I actually listened to Sam Offit on something recently, and I think he summed it up really well. And I'm certainly not at Sam Offit's level, but. Like, I rally to enjoy it, it's a hobby. And some of these guys that are in doing it now are effectively semi-professional, so I don't know what level they need to go to or they do go to compete. I just don't know, um, I don't know what to do next. Um, yeah. I actually don't want to go back, not that I don't want to, I think I've done enough in the national, from my point of view, that mm-hmm. there's not much more to, to do. I would love to do something else. Um, I suppose I have an issue with, left hand drive that uh, okay. I've never done anything left hand drive mm-hmm. and I don't I, I don't know I, I suppose I'd have to think about it ultimately I'd love to do the goal again and mm-hmm. uh, to do that obviously to compete at the, the main level you need to be left hand driving an R5 car mm-hmm. so I don't I don't know I haven't really thought too much about it but um, definitely I'm probably done with the national just because I'd like to move with the crash now the car's repaired and whatever but uh-huh. we will sell that and then I suppose I enjoy the world car, but really, that's not the future, you know. No, like, no, yeah, like really to be realistic, we have to look at our fives, don't we? Really, you know. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I don't actually think anyone's going to really compete much more in world cars anyway. Yeah. And um, I was speaking to Dunner recently, and he was saying that he probably would bring out the R five now before the Focus. And mm-hmm. um, so, I think there's a few people like me who are probably in modified or national, and maybe would like to step up to an R five, yeah. but it's probably holding them back because of the. The, the left-hand drive okay, issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, look, we'll see. I'm not going to do anything this year. Um, no. I'm going to wait till, till the new year and see see what happens. And then, but it's holding me back because I could probably buy a car now, but I'm not because I don't know what's yeah. happening. What, like, what rules coming under? What's not coming in? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, oh, please God, I'll be in something until we got next year. Yeah. So yeah. Ian, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. As I say, Thanks, fingers crossed. Now we'll catch up then. Uh, somewhere on the stage is soon. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, Thanks, Kevin. Thank you. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm absolutely delighted now to welcome along Eamon McGee. Eamon's been clerk of the course now for probably more years now than he cares to remember. Eamon, you're very welcome along now at the stage. Well, Kevin, thank you for, for, for that, for, for asking me to come on. Eamon, like, yeah, you'd always had a, a draw to Rolls Rally, and you know, you competed back in the day too. Ah, we did die. Well, the last time I went on Donegal was 2000, and 2000 mm-hmm. uh, the millennium year. I, I mean, we, we, we done that year. Well, that, we done a couple of years before that, but we never got to the finish line, but that finished that the year. Mm-hmm. I remember getting a wee, wee thing off Danny Caddy at the end of uh, a stage, and, 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 and where was it? It was just outside of um, Eskaheen. Right. That was the last stage in the international Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, we we glass bowl for for competing the event. Mm-hmm. Good to have it, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. 
And then, you know, you started then helping out, volunteering along the way and, you know, worked your way up through the club and taking on the reins of COC 2010, 2011, was it you took over the reins? Well, 2011, I took over from Danny Garmley. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I'd, I'd done a COC in Guidor in 2005. Okay. We've been, we've been, I've been a committee member in Donegal since 2002. Mm-hmm. And helped along from from that was the first when we came on in two thousand and two we started helping and uh, helping out we I haven't much competed much since was just helping out and doing mm-hmm. been been at most rallies and between that as well Kevin yes. you know? mm-hmm. and you know the the role you took on two thousand and ten is it a role you enjoy like, obviously it must be when you stuck at it for so long ah. Uh, I, I did enjoy it. I do enjoy it, and I do enjoy it because, first of all, it's the the team that we have around me. You know, from we built up, and well, I, I kind of took it over from Danny Garmney, and mm-hmm. and we took over the team, and it was always a pleasure working with them, and it's easy work with them, like you know, and it was very satisfying to be to be, you know, every year you, you just looking forward to going to the next year again, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned Danny Gormley there. You know, we can't go on any further without mentioning Danny. Sadly, passed away last month. He'll be a great loss uh, to yourself and the whole club. Danny will be a great loss to not alone to Danny Gall, to mostly every club that he was being involved in. You know, he is a big loss to, to more sport in general. Like, you know, mm-hmm. now he's he was my wingman from from two thousand. From he sat with me. Through all the years that I I done COC and then I got, which you know, um, and it definitely will be a big, it'll be a loss to me and it'll be a big loss to the club as well. For sure, for sure. Because he was a steady player, wasn't he? He was. He was a steady. He was, you know, Danny, very thorough and anything he done and anything he took on, you were sure, you know, you only told him the once what had to be done, it was done, and that was it. Like. And he was always reminding you this need to be done and that need to be mm-hmm. get your wee phone call maybe of him, you know, tomorrow's date is the last date for this, or you know, okay, just keep 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 you on your toes all the time. Like. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like in, in them nine years, what has been your highlight of the of the events then? Well, uh, probably looking back on it, like there were a couple of highlights, you know. Especially the years that we would have had um, local winners. I like mm-hmm. if you go back to, to you know Declan won it one year, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then later years then what Manus won it. Like you know that yes. that was a big thing in uh, three years on the trot. There mm-hmm. he actually won the four because he had the the national the year before that. Oh. Like you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, so things like that when you have na- local winners and that. It makes mm-hmm. it it makes it very very enjoyable, you know. And like you know, what kind of manpower is required to to make the event happen? How many marshals is on the ground? You know what what goes on behind the scenes as such? Ah, uh, it's it's just unbelievable what what you know people don't realise what does required. Like we would be looking at something like up to three hundred plus people for the mm-hmm. weekend to run. The three stages on any one day, like you know, between you know, you talk about marshals, but then you have timekeepers, you know, you have tipping crews, you have 
uh, radio people, you know, that's a that's a team on its own. You know, yes. there's everything has to marry in. You know, you have to have the marshals. They're, they're there, and mm-hmm. and we always get well supported with marshals. Thankfully, over the years, like you. Mm-hmm. And like that's down to no small part in your own behalf yourself and Tony Boyle. You know, travel the country uh, with the the timing gear. And isn't it fantastic to see that the clubs appreciate that and repay your repay the debt as such? Then come June every year. Well, that's the thing. We we we, we you know we did get into that in, in, in later years. You know, we went round and, and it, it paid big dividends to us, like you know, because we were getting we were getting the top people from every club back in return for that. Like you mm-hmm. know, we went to help their club, but they they like we were only helping one event, but. They, all them other clubs came back and help us run our big event, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of way. So, it, you know, it, 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 is, it, it, it helped and uh, it, was, it was very hard work at times, Kevin, you know, but yes. through a long, you were away weekends, every weekend, but mm-hmm. it's well, it was well worth it when come the weekend at International where all the, you'd see all them faces back standing along the roads helping you out, you know, mm-hmm. it's very satisfactory. At the end of the day, yeah, because I spoke to like, Ted Murphy there, Caroline McGuinness, and uh, Derek Cummins. And like, you know, they're not just two or three people coming, like Cork, there's coming, I think it's 30 or 40 guys coming up the road. You know, Carlo, the same, uh, Caroline McGuinness bring you know, a team of 40 across from uh, Tyrone Derry direction. You know, it's it's fantastic the way it brings people together from all around the country and, and beyond, and beyond, like you know, even. We had a couple of years there. We had um, we had people over from Wales. Mm-hmm. A busload come from Wales to help out. Uh, you had people coming from England. You know, there's a boy there comes every year on the Wednesday. Um, Bob Bob Wright, like you know, uh-huh. you know, and he just you know he'd do anything, whatever you want. You know, mm-hmm. night or day, he just not he sleeps. He doesn't. He just he works till he go all, all weekend. Like, right. And people, you know, and it's their holiday, and it's their, 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 you know, they're looking forward to coming as long as much as we appreciate them coming as well. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it's such a it's it's become such a big event now. Like as we said before, like, I think it was Killian said originally, it's become almost like a carnival. You know, it's gone beyond the rally now. There's you know the buzz that that creates around the whole of Donegal for the for that weekend. I will, like you know. I see it there leading up to, you know, you go to these events maybe three or six, seven weeks beforehand and everybody's talking, you know, who, who's coming to Nagal, who's who's the entry, we'll, we'll be up, we'll be up, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's going, that's just, it's just, it's a buzz from yeah. April on, like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we, 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 it's just, it got very big this last couple of years, like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, and just seem to be the, even for competitor ways, like everybody seems to want to do Donegal or, yeah. or something. It's just a, you know, no matter who they are coming from all over the world, now it's it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, I, like, you know, we think, you know, the national section of the rally, it's, you know, it's the all the one that all the, the, the you know, the modified guys want to do and compete in the one. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it's the, it's the, the, the gold star. And then mm-hmm. even 2019 there, you know, if you think that the likes of Craig Breen and, uh, Sam Moffat took, you know, stepped yeah. away from their championship aspirations to compete in the world car to give them a chance to win the rally. That speaks to wonder for the event as well. Too, I, uh, like uh, it's it's all about it's it's, a, it's the biggest seem to be 
the biggest, what everybody wants to achieve, you know, no matter what, they just, you know, they talk about championships, but one and any goal is, is a dream for, for a lot of people, like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they do put a big push on to, for it, and, and we appreciate them coming and, 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 and treating our events just in, in that kind of way as well. Like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can't even just, you know, we have to consider there's guys there that's, you know, running maybe 105 in the door or 120 in the door, and they, they're, every penny they've earned, you know, maybe from uh, January to June, it's, mm. it's all going into making that start run on the Friday morning as well, isn't it? Uh-huh. And I, 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 that is for sure, like, like I see it. And we've been working working hard with them boys, you know, the people that don't have results to make sure that, that, that you know, we have schemes going mm-hmm. and then they go to, to, to try and, and get people that wouldn't qualify as a result then like so mm-hmm. that they have the chance to do it any goal and at, one of the satisfactory things for me is when when you come Sunday evening and you see the, the joy that them boys have even down the field mm-hmm. even the last car to go over the ramp you know they're, they're thrilled to bits like you know yeah. it's, it's the same as one in it for, for a lot of people mm-hmm. get a class one it's something it's something else, but even just to compete and finish is, is, something, is a big achievement to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I always admired about you. You were always there at the ramp, and car one, you shook their hand, you know, the, the last car on the road, you shook their hand, you know, and I think competitors appreciated that too, that you're not just there for the, you know, the top five or six and then disappear. You're there for them all. You you treat every one of them as equals to, you know. Well, uh, we would always, and, 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 and like, and, and and working with Danny and that Danny would be of the same nature, like that Danny would be as much put as much help and or and versus into into last car as he would for the first car, you know. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't end with the first car, like mm-hmm. or the first ten or first twenty cars, like you know. Mm-hmm. So them boys tried were driving as hard as they could. And you know, and they and, and they enjoy the weekend and, and I was glad to be part of what their enjoyment was like. That's for sure. That's for sure. And then I suppose to start to wrap up, has there been has there been low lights in those years as well as highlights? Ah, oh, they're always lows, like you know, mm-hmm. you always have to have a low point to you know, mm-hmm. you know, and if you want to go the lowest to the lowest is the last year that we had, like you know, um we never got to finish. 2019, and we all know, but you know, unfortunately, the, you know, the, 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 how that ended up, like, you know, that was a very big blow for me, like, you know, for mm-hmm. the, it's still hard to get over that, you know. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we just have to mm-hmm. we just push on and see how mm-hmm. we have one business, business to do for the next year that we go out, hopefully 2022. Like. Mm-hmm. And have you own finished business? Would you like to be back in, in the driving seat then for 2022? and Hopefully, drive it to the next level again. I would hopefully, I would hopefully, would I would bring the team, myself and the team, to come back and 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 and, mm-hmm. and do have that unfinished business on twenty two and, and and take it, take it, take it back up again to the whatever level that it needs to be. It should not be easy, like because we we have two year break, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you know, you don't know how how things are going to be planned pan out in the future like we don't know what what what's what's ahead what's yeah. ahead of us at the moment, at the mm-hmm. moment. yeah well all we can do is hope for that 2022 that things are a bit brighter and we get back on the stages again hopefully so i hopefully and hopefully that we may get 
maybe before the year's out again, like you yes. know, I hope to get. Mm-hmm. For we do must we do must the the, the, the travel we do must the pe- meeting the people you know and, yes. and different parts of the country like you know mm-hmm. you do must that like you know mm-hmm. right, so, so like um, the friendship you've developed over the years as well oh yes I and and, and and people just you know you must be meet meeting them people again on the on the stages like you know. for sure for sure well Eamon, thank you very much for joining us it's I, a pleasure and hopefully we'll catch up soon Kevin thank you very much okay thank you. I'd like to welcome along now Caroline McGuinness. Caroline, you're very welcome. Thank you, Kevin. And you're like you've been coming to Donegal now for quite a few years now, I suppose. Yeah, um, I've been coming. I first um, came to Donegal um, as part of a team as a marshal. Um, it would have been a crew that was run by um, Big Slim. Everybody had know him and. Yeah. Um, he retired through um, ill health with his back, and I took over the team from him. Okay. And um, I'd say it must be near 15 years I've been working on Donegal events between mm-hmm. Marshland and now running stages on the events. Yeah. And is that something you enjoy? Love it. Love it. Like, um, I would say Donegal's my second home. <laughs> so it is a love when the international comes up because um, at the minute being a stage commander, um, I would be up at Donegal there doing the PR the weeks before and um, posting the I normally the stages. I normally have two stages on Donegal International, the Friday and the Sunday stage. Okay. And um, would be posting beforehand, doing the whole PR beforehand, going to meetings up there. So um, I normally love this time of the year when I be more or less living in Donegal. <laughs> you could say for the in the run up to the international. Yeah, and like you know, it's it's not all just about on the day as you're saying there. Like there's so much preparation goes on beforehand. Like it's weeks and months beforehand. It's not just oh yeah, like um, a few months before it. Um, Eamon McGee had uh, contact me and tell me what my stages are there. Um, as I say, it's normally a Friday stage and a Sunday stage, mm-hmm. and then um, I get if they're new stages, I'd get maps of the stages and go up and take a drive round the stage to familiarize myself with the stage and then um PR would start I'd get the PR letters and um every house has to be called to and spoke to and explained about the um the running of the stage and um if anybody needs to get in or out for example carers milk tankers stuff like that that all has to be organized um Mm -hmm. before the event and then normally the week, uh, the weekend before the international, that's when I go up and um, pick up the posts and um, myself and a few of my crew uh, post the two stages and have that all ready before the actual event. Mm-hmm. And then how many of a crew would you normally bring with you? Normally for the Donegal International, it'd be between 30 and 40 marshals. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's from all over the country. There's guys that come up from Wexford, um, 
guys that helped me from Kilkenny, um, a load of people over here in the north, my regular crew, but my biggest crew would be on Donegal International Weekend. Mm -hmm. um, friends I've made over the years by going down to their events and then they come up to help me. Okay. So that my largest crew is always Donegal International Weekend. Mm -hmm. And you have some strong friendships built up then, not just with your crew, but I'm sure you've got a strong like, relationship now with the people on the stages, the locals. Yes, um, for a right few years I would have run uh, the Glen stage and I got the nickname the Wee Drone Woman um, <laughs> on the Glen stage. And um, when I'd be giving them the letters there to... Um, you know, tell them what time the roads close and that they just say, Oh, there's the wee drone woman coming again and <laughs> what time are you closing us in? And you know, would be some of the people would be on a first name basis. Brilliant. And that there. So no, it's it's lovely to build up them friendships there. And then sometimes if them people are watching stages at other events that you know that recognize your face and that know you and mm -hmm. um I've built up some very, very close friendships that I'll have for the rest of my life, and it's all to be rallying. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And like, it's not just the rally you come up for to Donegal, you've been known to visit uh, off-season, I suppose we could say. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I love Donegal, and uh, as I say there, um, to plenty of people there, if I ever won the lotto, um, I get a holiday home up in Donegal. Um, it's like my second home anytime I get a chance. I love to get up there and tour about the different places. And um, unfortunately, this last year, um, it's one of the things I really missed with the pandemic and the lockdown is not being able to get up to Donegal. You know, I really did miss that there because um, I normally go up right and regular but I still made a trip up um, last summer there on what would have been Donegal International mm -hmm. Weekend um, mm -hmm. just took a wee drive around a few of the stages and that because I couldn't have let the weekend go by without you know taking the spin up mm -hmm. and then you know we're all looking forward to 2022 now at this stage hoping we're going to be back to some kind of normality I suppose you can't wait to get back again I uh, can't wait to get back. Um, I'm actually booked um, for a right few things later on this year here in the north mm -hmm. and um, uh, MA there. Uh, it was uh, it was a post put up uh, last week there about some MA events and um, Donegal Harvest being one of them in October. So fingers crossed everything goes okay and um, the country keeps opening up a bit and mm -hmm. we hopefully will have an event or two up in Donegal later on this year oh, if everything goes well. Hopefully not. Well Caroline, yeah. thank you very much for taking the time to join us and it's been a pleasure speaking to you and hopefully we'll welcome you back in, uh, to Mount Errigal in 2022, if not before. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fantastic, I'll look forward to it. Okay. Derek Cummins, Martin Kerley, and James Licks. Welcome along, lads. Well, Kevin, how's it going? Thanks, Kevin. Uh, I suppose, like, um, the friendship you've built up over the years coming to Donegal is one of them things that goes beyond, you know, goes beyond rallying, really, does it? 
Um, it does, yeah. Um, basically, when we start out, Amy, it's like everything. You start from the ground up and you work your way up. But uh, over the years, yeah, the amount of friends we've met and made over the years on the running scene and even Donny Gold, the amount of people I've met on stages and service and you know things like that has been very good. Like, and it's been there ever since from day one. And mm-hmm. things haven't changed really. I mean, made a lot of good friends and hopefully it stays that way in for the coming future. For sure, for sure. And James, like as I say, the friendship is a big part of it for you as well. Absolutely, we probably have more friends and better friends in Donegal than we even are ourselves because we'd end up fighting and arguing half the time over certain things that, that we'd be trying to set up locations and this, that and the other. But um, I started going to Donegal about five years ago, I think. Um, I've been involved in motorsport for many, many years, but I never got the chance to go to Donegal. And um, it was the best experience ever because the people up there are just so welcoming. And um, from the B&B right through to people at the junctions and the locations and in the likes of Conway's, of course, in the Melton for uh, a nice pint in the evening time as well. We're nearly like locals up there at this stage. Yeah. And, and, and sorry, Martin, Martin, like you've been a part of Donegal now for a few years now yourself as well. I have, yeah. I'm, I'm going to Donegal for the last 20 years, uh-huh. yeah, but maybe 15 years uh, Marshland. I think I know everyone around Donegal and they know me <laughs> in and in Glen Village. I, I, I have a camper van and I always stay in Glen Village and I always help out in Glen Village. And same as, as James says here, we, I got into Conway and they let me in. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm beginning to get to know a few of them places. Yes, <laughs> you're well, you're well known. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm the only well known. He hasn't gone far. He hasn't gone far to fall out the door into the camper van into the corner. Is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same in Glen Village. Very much same. Fall <laughs> out the back door, roll out into the camper. <laughs> and <laughs> and any of you says there travel up then? Um, there would. Uh, we would leave on a Thursday, uh-huh. and it would be approximately. 15, 16 was it? Mm. About that. So we definitely three, maybe four cars going. Uh-huh. Uh, on the way up there, Martin would leave Cavan. And the usual meetup spot is the Clonry Hotel on the third okay. with a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would stay there then and both can we go over to the Mount Edward then and sign on and meet Tony Boyle and the wife then we get other packages and stuff like that for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Rat Melton to Anne Campbell. And has been a fantastic host to us for many years. And uh, that woman there has held the rooms for us and her friend Christine there at Melton. And it's been absolutely outstanding to us here for years in, in Rat Melton on parts of Donegal Rally. And mm-hmm. that is um, every January we would make contact and we'd ask what date the rally's on. And she said, Derek, my is coming. And we'd have all the rooms in the house and, and Christine would have hers. And, Yes, we're all sorted for doing all in. That's where it starts really in January, but then it comes into April and we'd be discussing with Tony Boyle what's happening going forward and where the run stages and progress we made in from their arrangements and stuff like that. But the journey of Donegal is fun. You know, yeah. on Thursday we leave about one and a half one and then it's usually up to them and Kevin Regan and Kieran Summers would usually meet us in Dublin and Lusk and we stop yeah. there. And you many stops and antics on the way up along the roads. Tell me, what's great, how fun, a great trip, and everything. And it's been um, 
exciting. It's always exciting build up to the rally that weekend from the Thursday and mm-hmm. when you right into there, okay, on the Thursday evening, you just know, right, here we are. Let's go. What's going to happen now this weekend? No one knows really. Like, mm-hmm. same with you, James. You think the same there on the journey. Like. Yeah, and I suppose it's ironic <laughs> as we come out of a global pandemic and it's been rough and tough on everybody. But our next trip to Donegal, probably 2022, uh, and Anne um, has retired out of the business yeah. as well. So it's um, but there's a lot of great memories over the last five years with myself and longer with the lads with Anne. Um, you know, it's going to be a huge change. It's going to be great to get back to Donegal and to the rally, but then there's going to, it's kind of going to be bittersweet for the one of a better description. Yeah. Anne won't be our host the next time we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, on my behalf, as Derek said already, she's been a great host and um, I hope that she has a great retirement and I really hope to see her yeah. in Donegal and yeah. meet up with her just to catch up and have a cup of coffee. Yeah, isn't it lovely the relationships that's formed throughout the years? I think that's such an important part of the Donegal welcome, the Donegal rally. Yeah. It's everybody pulls together, don't they, you know? So. Yeah, and it, and it reiterates your first question about the friendship that we've built up because that would be a pure... Um, kind of sign of the friendship, you know, uh, with Anne as the host. So you're nearly like part of the family when you go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the year before last, uh, we had a run Glen Village. Uh-huh. Uh, no, we're on Glen Village. And, uh, you know, usually there's always one man in charge. Well, I got the call to, you know, to do that, but that didn't matter. There was 13 of us there, and every one of us was equal as you would know if you were driving through. Evan, you wouldn't know who was the sector master. As you know, there's a sector master. You wouldn't know who it was because every okay. one of us. We had a job to do. Glen Village is a big thing. The setting up in the morning. Uh, fair play to Brian Wilson and Caroline McGuinness. They had a, a lot of the work done, but they only can set it up on the morning of the rally. Of course, yeah. the, You know, the barriers around it and keeping it. And it's a big job. But the thing is, the sector master is what was done was I asked Brian Wilson to give us, it said, one safety plan, six or seven. I handed it out to everyone. So one lad wasn't shouting at the other lad, what do we do here? And every, and there wasn't one. And everyone is a team. Yes. Talking of us there that year, it was a team effort. Not uh-huh. one particular person. I'm not just saying that because no. it has to be a sector master. It has to be someone. But everyone knew what they were doing and we all Derek has a set of radios and everyone was on a radio to each other from one end of the village to the other right around the corner and happened we had to stop or if it end the roads we had it under control and that's what I said we all met we all know each other and that's the reason we're all together the third thing is might be together in every rally mm-hmm. in Donegal the third thing was was talking to there that day. Mm-hmm. And it just it works like a well-oiled machine, I suppose, is the right way of putting yeah, it, isn't it? It's, it's a purely team effort, and you know everyone is involved in it like from day one. And that the relation to Glen Village there, we we Martin had discussions well before that what we were kind of doing. We kind of knew what we were going on because we have been there before, and we kind of knew the run of it. And uh, basically, the night before we all got together in in Joe's in the Commons pub, and we went through the whole thing that night, right previously. So everyone knew then. At half eight or eight o'clock next morning, what the room. The thing about it is, Kevin, I suppose, as well, uh, is that, um, you know, we're all licensed marshals. We've all done the training, we've all done the courses, but we've all been on the ground as well because you can train and train and train 
and until you actually get the physical experience uh, at the locations at the different rallies. So we've all that and we have trust. We all trust each other and we know that we're safe with each other because yeah. we're proud of each other. Beyond the rally, like as you've alluded to there, you've had you've fun times in as well. I'm sure you've plenty of stories there. Uh, one of the funniest stories was from the last trip that we were there. And uh, of course, Derek had everything planned and we were doing um, whatever stage it was. But we had to go to Rathmullen, I think it was, to get the ferry. Okay. Yeah, we got onto the ferry and uh, Martin put the camper on it and we had three or four cars and we went across on the ferry and we got off the ferry at the far side and Derek said he had got a phone call and that they were okay for Marshalls on that stage. And mm-hmm. we moved on to the next one. And as we were getting to that stage, they rang to say that they were okay for Marshalls on that stage. <laughs> and after about two and a half hours of a guided tour of Donegal, <laughs> we ended up about three miles from where we started that morning. Going into the we had got a ferry. We had drove about an hour and a half. And we had stopped, I think we had two breakfasts. We were on the road so long. And eventually we ended up about a mile and a half away from where we set out that morning. And as I alluded to there earlier, the welcome you get in Donegal too makes it special as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. From we say for our amazing team, all the people in Donegal, like you know, the hospitality is outstanding in Donegal. They welcome and everything. You don't get to many places around Ireland. Um, Donegal is the yeah. home really of Irish Island and <clears throat> things like that. But the welcome in Donegal is outstanding. And I think all of us here have experienced that throughout the world. They're very friendly. You know, you do get taught one, but it is very friendly up now. Yeah. On the towers, even like when you go up there, uh, I, we all go up on the towers and there said, and you went to the hotel in Elgin and you get your stuff, you meet every one of them. Every one of them welcomes you in yeah. in the rally, you know, and you get the stuff and talk to them and they tell you what. They're doing or what has to be done or what, whatever. And the welcome you get there in Derrigan from all in the in the rally office is unbelievable. They can't help you half enough. To move on though, even from the organizers, I mean, even and you know, I know we're laughing and joking about having a pint and this, that, and the other, but yeah. when you go down to the likes of Conway's and you're having a pint, and you know, the public, apart from the people behind the counter, they're running a business. It's their yeah. it's in their best interest to welcome you, but the general public, I mean. If I went out to the smoking area out the back, you'd be chatting to people and, um, you know, they know you were obviously there for the rally weekend and the rally weekend is huge revenue to Donegal and they all buy into it and they treat you well, they welcome you. And uh, like, is Donegal like a, a destination, you, you know, you consider going from, you know, for a few days away or whatever as well too? Like it's not just, it's not just for the rally, it's come, you come back again throughout the year? Well... We've been in Donegal every June, and the thing is with the rally, you get to see a lot of it, okay? Mm-hmm. But there's other side that we didn't see. So last year, we made a decision, a couple of made a decision to go to Donegal for the bank holiday weekend in August, to go and have a look outside of where we use you are mm-hmm. around the rallying time. So we did a good bit of traveling last year and in August, like, and it was fantastic to see the other parts of Donegal that we would normally see on a rally weekend because you wouldn't have time yeah. when you go do your job like you're marshalling and then come back and stuff like that job today is not enough but of going out and don't think oh it's just a vast county like you know it takes a couple of hours to um to go and see stuff like that now the pandemic was in last year 
And I was not basically wanting to go see that war clothes that we couldn't see properly. But I have to say, outside of the scenery we've seen up along the way, Atlantic Way, up along Dunclone, up along there, and into Dunfanny, it's absolutely outstanding, I have to say. And it's definitely a good destination for anyone to go. And inside of the, buy a house in Donegal, it'll be brilliant because I'll probably live in it. That's the fondest truth. It's yeah. a fabulous scenery up there, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, absolutely fantastic. No hesitation uh, in going and spending a few days at a leisure um, because, you know, as Derek said, when you go up, you have, there's an agenda. The rally is on, you're marching, and you want to uh, give as much to the club and to the organisers as you can. So you're rushing from one stage to another if you're not on a guided tour trying to find a stage, as we mentioned earlier. That's right. But yeah, absolutely. I would and will uh, head for Donegal um, hopefully later on this year and spend a few days up there, mm-hmm. you know, at a leisure. Yes, very good. Well, as I say, Donegal has it all, so... So, lads, thank you very much for taking the, the time to join us and hopefully we'll welcome you back into the hills again in 2022. All been well? Yeah, I just want to say something else there, oh, Kelly, yeah. there. Um, as you can see with Manus Kelly here. Oh, Manus, yeah, of course. Uh, big part of us as well and as everyone else in Irish Valley and mm-hmm. times like we Manus several times and he was one of the nicest persons you could meet. Yeah. And um, I had the most more respect for him and knowing things and it was a very sad day that day getting the phone call uh, what happened. You know and everyone in the Irish Valley and family and community was totally shocked. But I have to say like you know he was one of the nicest lads you could ever meet like and they never called me dirty. They always called me serious or or a carol. It was always when he had a great smile, a great time for everyone. And you know, it was just so I like to mention that there, you know, and the yeah. best of the family and the family there in the future coming. Like, it's a very nice one. Yeah, definitely one of life's gentlemen, wasn't he? There's no doubt. Yeah. That. I, I, I agree with that. And even though it's brother Don, I've met him on several occasions, and yeah. he's just a very, very safe and lovely, pleasant man to meet. Yeah, you know, even when we were done going last year there. Um, Bernie met us at the, the petrol station heading out the Ballet Road. Yeah. And uh, she stopped there and she knew me straight away, like, and chatting mm-hmm. there for a long time. And we paid her respects to the to the graveyard and stuff like that. You know, we need up on planet. It's lovely. Just it was emotional because um, it brings back so many memories, you know, and things like that. And mm-hmm. when it's home night, you like that. We don't even call basically our second home, really. You know what I mean? But, uh, mm-hmm. but the, the other side of them, Kevin, is like, no, 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 not at all. No, you couldn't add to that. And look forward to twenty twenty two. We'll be there. Yeah, the same. We'll, we'll tell you to get half the road. And I've got the yellow flag in the out for you. But I don't think it says big thanks to Ian McGee and Tony White. They are absolutely outstanding. Stage, all the stage commanders that run in Donegal: John Clumsy, Brian Wilson, um, Carly McGuinness. You know, all the other stage commanders, sort of, but I have to say, um, Tony Boyle has been outstanding to us mm-hmm. over the years, and I think himself and him, he runs some show. Yeah. So I say, um, like, it's a credit to them what to do every year because it's a big task. You know, yeah. but that's that's what we have to say. We're going to go. We love it, and we hope we are back in the game very shortly on the side of the road, waving the flag or blowing the whistle or. Some antics to be going up anyway. That's for one short thing. Perfect, lads. Thank you very much. Take care. Thanks, Kevin. I would like to welcome along now Ted Murphy. Ted from County Cork. Ted, you're very welcome.
Thank you very much. Ted, uh, how long have you been coming up to Donegal now to help out? I think 2013 was the first year I had the courage to journey up there. Uh-huh. And haven't regretted since. <laughs> and is there a few of you travel up together or money is coming up the road? In total, there could be 30 or 40 people from Cork County, from different clubs, travel uh-huh. up. Yeah. Uh, like you fill a car and travel on and only ever you get into each car kind of thing. Like. Yes. Uh-huh. And it must be some like collection buzz, you know, when you all get together up in Donegal then. And these all, do you just take a stage then and that's, you just run that stage then or what would it normally work? Oh, no, we get spread yeah. all over the place. Everyone has different jobs. The uh-huh. best place to meet us is in Norris Bar in Kilmacrehan one night. That's all kind of a, a usual spot now for us. That's when you all gather together. <laughs> yeah, and in fairness to Aaron in Norris, he makes us feel very welcome. Like. Brilliant, brilliant. And like, you know, what what attracts you to make sure you want to come that journey up from Cork up to Donegal? Well, sure, since everyone that can speak knows about running to Donegal, it's the place to head. Like, and with Amy McGee and Tony Boyle, they travel the country with their tiny gear mm-hmm. to get acquainted with them. And sure, would they make you feel very welcome? And don't you know, when there's so many other people going from Cork, going up there, you're never alone. <laughs> and the Donegal Club, then they make you feel very, very welcome. So, is great to go there. Excellent. And like, you know, the, the marshals obviously play a very vital role, like, you know, it has to be remembered. Like, without you guys there on the end of stages, you know, in the middle of stages and service, wherever, like, it's such a, a vital part of the of rallying. I'm sure you totally agree with that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, like, marshals at the end of the day are the most vital part of the stage. Mm-hmm. You can run with a competitor less, but you can't run with a marshal less. Like, that mm-hmm. is the problem. Yeah. And Donegal being such a big rally, the numbers of marshals required above there are enormous. It is a feat to gather bodies for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know, as the people of Donegal welcome you, like, do you see the same faces every year when you come back up again? Oh, yeah. There's mainly, even out in the stages, you meet, like when Donegal stage is being so renowned, you meet the same residents along the same stages, the same spectators coming out, the club members. George is everyone involved with Donegal, no matter what club you're from, you're all and they feel very welcome above there. Let it be from Donegal Moor Club, the local towns, the villages, the whole lot. They're just mad about everyone involved with the rally above there. Yeah. Excellent. And like, you know, all been well. We hope to welcome you all back in 2021. I would say, will you be back up the road again if it's all been well? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Without mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt. Yes. There's strong rumours that Donegal might run something before the end of the year. If they do, we'll be on for that as well. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, they're talking about maybe doing something in October time. So we can only cross our fingers and everything else and hope that it comes together. It's, yeah. it's, it's strange times, like, no rally on this year. Like, you know, it's what do we, you know, this is trying to do something to help alleviate the boredom, maybe, I suppose, as much as anything else. Yeah, it is, and it is great that you are keeping this talk of rallying alive because. You know, there's people not showing what's happening. It's easy to forget about such a, an enormous event for, we say, rallying and tourism and the whole, the whole country in general. Like. Mm-hmm. Well, Ted, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. And hopefully all been well. If we don't see you in 2021, hopefully we'll see you in 2022. Uh, yeah, we'll be open. We might even call up to Donegal, just being such a nice area to visit. We might yeah. call up whether there's a rally or not. Yes, I, from the sun shines, there's nowhere better. <laughs>
That's it. That is the truth. All right, Iman. Thank you very much for taking the time. Take care. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Mayor.